This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI, excuse me, AMI-tv. It's got to be a Friday, right? Got to get out of here. Start the weekend. Uh, But not before we check in with Michael McNeely. He's got a film review for us. And this time, uh, it's Breaking, a new thriller based on a true story. And Michael joins us from Kingston, Ontario this morning. Michael, welcome back to the show. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. It is great to uh, reconnect with you. Give us the premise of this film and how accurate it is to what transpired in real life. So, essentially, this film is a retelling of the story of Brian Brown Easley, who was an Iraq war vet and came home with several disabilities. So he was receiving a disability pension from Veteran Affairs. This is the United States. He was receiving a disability pension. And apparently one month, he simply did not get paid because the Veteran Affairs decided to pay a college instead, thinking thinking that Brian owed money to the college. So long story short, he did not get paid. He did not have enough money. He was th- he was facing homelessness on the street. Um, and because he didn't really have any direction to turn to, he decided to rob a bank. So he robbed the Wells Fargo of his town. Um, but ultimately, one of the surprises of the film is that he wasn't asking for a lot of money. He was just simply asking for what he was entitled to from Veterans Affairs. So he was just asking for $892, uh, an amount that the tellers could have quickly given him if they hadn't known what was going on. So, Mike, just to answer your second question, I do believe that this story is very accurate. It's based on an article about this very tragic event. Now this is a star that fil- that uh, or rather film that stars uh, John Boyega and Michael Kenneth Williams. What do you think of them and their roles? So to start with Michael Kenneth Williams, who unfortunately has passed away, this was his last film. I I kept looking at Michael. I kept wanting to freeze him on the screen to so that he would live longer. You will probably remember him from The Wire. And many other many other great performances. This one is no exception, and it's just very sad because he was starting to just grow a gray beard. Not sure if that was CGI or whatever makeup, but I think it was probably a real gray beard. It's unfortunate that he didn't get to live with that beard for very long. Um, John Boyega is Stella. As Brian Brown is the um, John is just a mixture of nervousness, of twitching, of anxiety, also of caution, bravery, because he he knows that he's probably not going to get out of this alive. 
but he still wanted to, you know, demonstrate his principles. I mean, we can't we can't necessarily agree with those principles of Robert Bank, but we can sort of sympathize with why he did what he did. PTSD symptoms is something that you recognized in the main character of the film. Do you mind elaborating on that? Yes. So because Brian went to Iraq, he did two tours in Iraq. He was shot. Um, I believe he was shot, but maybe not injured because of the shooting, but injured of something else. Um, essentially, when he when he robs the bank, or when he starts to take the teller's hostage, he is very much aware of what's going on around him. He believes that right from the very beginning, there's a sniper. Which doesn't make any sense because she just walked at the bank maybe two seconds ago, so there wouldn't have been time for a sniper to come. But that that rationality is gone. Um, so what you're looking at is Brian is very um, very anxious, very paranoid, very delusional. But also, you can you know you can sort of snap your fingers and then all of a sudden he'll be very coherent he'll be apologizing to the tellers for putting them through this very stressful event i wouldn't be surprised if the tellers got ptsd themselves um so you just kind of see that that kind of change you kind of notice the ptsd in brian when when he's speaking really quickly when he's speaking in short sentences when he just doesn't know what's going on um, and when he yells and when he screams, and so every sound could set him off. So that, that, that makes this film extremely tense. It makes it very uncomfortable to watch at times because what would you do in that situation? How would you help Brian? And how would you help yourself? And so how does the film make the audience understand or relate to Brian's actions? I believe so, because by the end of the film, the tellers are more or less on Brian's side. As I mentioned, once they discover that Brian just needs $892, they're very quick to want to give it to him. I know that, you know, it, it's easy enough for a bank to give you $892. Um, they understand that Brian has a principle that he's trying to fight for what he believes in. They're unfortunately just cut in a crossfire. Brian did not want to harm anyone. That was not his intention. Um, there's a plot twist at the end that I won't wound for you, but I'm sure you can guess based on what I've said so far. Um, th this unfortunately is just one method or one man's method of trying to get what he thought was owed to him, but he he went about it in such a way that he's probably not going to get out of it alive. What did John Boyega say about the filming process and how he got into the role of his character? So John, John did a lot of research on mental health. He researched PTSD. I believe he didn't meet with members of Brian's family to understand why Brian was the way he was. And um, he also worked with Michael um, Kenneth Williams, so they they do have it as scenes together in the movie because Michael is playing the negotiator outside of the bag, so there's no reason why those two wouldn't meet, but they still talk to each other to build up a point. 
I did that, so it's extremely nice because I did that with really hopes with the chemistry on screen. So, and then I think um, the way that John internalized the PTSD was that he would have two personalities at any given time. He would have the personality where he was calm and rational and thinking things out, and then he would switch over to the manic personality, to the paranoid personality. I think that works very well for this kind of film. Um, I think it's realistic. I think it's 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 definitely there's definitely flashbacks to Iraq. There's definitely lots of sounds going off. There's a lack of control. So I think John did his research and he was very diligent in making sure that Brian was not a stereotype or a caricature. In your opinion, what could this film have done and have improved on? I think the film is pretty good, but I think I would have liked a little bit more contrast with the with the police outside. Just a little bit more scenes of what they were doing, because we do get scenes at the end, but it just felt like a little bit too late to understand what the actions were. So, for example, if you think about movies like Dark Day Afternoon or Inside Job of a bank, of a bank robbing films, you kind of go back and forth. So there was a little bit less back and forth than I would have liked, but I do understand why it's important to be with it's important to be with Brian inside the bank. All right. Here's the question that everybody has on the tip of their tongue, Michael. What score are you giving this out of ten? I think I would give it eight out of ten. And just for those people who think eight out of ten is, is not that great, it's a four out of five is the equivalent. So perhaps we'll have to change our scores to out of five. This film is worth checking. This film is worth checking out, especially for its commentary on the injustices of how we treat veterans in our society and also veterans who are people of color. Um, also, it's also a topic that is probably new and deal with a lot of us here at AMI because it's related to disability pensions and how how we could be, you know, disadvantaged or in a very bad position if we don't get the disability pension for that particular month because we, we rely on those so heavily. So thank you, Mike, for letting me showcase this film, and I hope that all of you will enjoy it. Michael, thank you very much. Great to talk to you as always, and wonderful to have another opportunity to see Michael Kenneth Williams on the screen. Really appreciate it. Michael McNeely with a review of Breaking, which is available on demand. The film is rated PG-13. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor.